0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Proclaim Emancipation Podcast. This episode I'm going to be discussing consent and why everything is consent-based, whether you realize it or not. Um, we're, we have a big issue with people not realizing what consent is and how governments and media manufacture consent, uh, which I, there's a great book by uh, Noam Chomsky, I think it was back in like 1988 or something like that. It's called simply titled "Manufacturing Consent," which is about the media manufacturing consent. It's not like it. It's not play. It, it's it's not spoken about as diabolically as it really ends up being. You know, when you're manufacturing consent for people to basically kill themselves, you know, we're we're at a really dark point with it. You know, if you're manufacturing consent for some positive things you want to do, whatever, you know, it, it, it's all, man, it's just another tool. It can be used for good. It can be used for bad, you know, but they've used it. It's, it it's a magic spell at this point. You know, the media waves their wand through the TV and you're drumming up consent for, you know, people killing their babies you're drumming up consent to go to war all the time. You're drumming up consent for the, Federal Reserve just to keep printing money printing money. You know, we've got this point in society where the media has an extreme influence on really I mean, unless you don't watch TV at all, you don't listen to radio or podcast or well, if you don't if you completely avoid advertisements uh well media really at all, uh you you know, you're not watching movies, you're not listening to the mainstream music or really any music with lyrics or anything you know because those are those are spells you know i'll get into that a little bit too but like actual spells spelling uh there's a lot of there's a lot of trickery and sorcery just hidden in words in plain sight Uh, it's literally called spelling you know hollywood what's hollywood wood from the holly tree that's what's used to cast spells what's hollywood do they they cast spells they manufacture consent you know, it's it's very strange how Hollywood has, you know, how many movies have the good guys having a bunch of guns and just going guns blazing, just shooting everyone, and the good guys win, you know, they sh- they kill the bad guys. But you, the first people that are out talking about gun control and how bad guns are and all that are people from Hollywood, these actors that are told to go out and act because that's what they do. It's crazy how people, you know, an actor goes on TV and thinks that they act like they're playing themselves and people believe them. It's like they're actors. Their life, they literally live a lie on on a screen and that's their life. They're liars for a living. You know how do, I don't know why people trust celebrities because they're pretty because they're on a screen, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of ways they are able to manufacture consent. And the biggest one obviously it's through media. It's mostly through media. And when, you know, you got smartphones like we do, I, I almost want to say, I don't know, obviously. I mean, I was only born in 1991. I pretty much grew up. I mean, I started with dial-up, but I pretty much grew up with internet. You know, back in the day when all you have is a newspaper, it, it seems like in, a, in one sense, it's easier to control and manipulate people today, and on one sense, it's significantly more difficult. You know, you can sway the masses with social media. You can sway the masses with their cell phones. All you have to do is just send off. St- you know, they have they have this stuff down to a, a complete science with AI. It's it's all. It's not like someone sitting at their computer just poking buttons. You know, doing this, doing that. It's it's all AI generated. These people just manage their AI algorithm systems. And you know, when we have these large events let's say COVID or let's say Ukraine, you have, you know, hundreds, thousands of millions of bots going on social media sites, <clears throat> you know, tweeting certain things, throwing out certain hashtags, throwing out certain opinions to give the, to give the idea that there are hundreds or thousands or millions of people thinking this this exact same way and then all it takes is a few blue check marks to go on and you know give give their opinion and give what they you know whatever whatever it is they want to do you have your blue check marks and you got your legion of bots between those two things you have you can manufacture consent and that's what that's what they've realized that's what you know they do with these you know there's bot farms there's there are people, you know, they, they like like we have call centers here. That I'm sure there's some in the United States, but you know, you hear about these Russian troll farms, which it's always the Russians for whatever reason. Um, but you know, there's businesses that they just sit there and they manage bot accounts, they screw with social media, they troll people, they harass people. That's that's what they do. That's their living. You know, we've all given our consent if you're on these social media sites you've all given your consent through the terms and service agreements that they can do whatever they want with your information they can do whatever they want with your data they can delete you at any time they don't have to give any reason and this is a big thing that i've come to realize in the past less than a year like six months maybe seven months eight months that if you're using their technology, I've mentioned this before. If you're using their technology, you're using their websites, you're using their stuff, they can do whatever they want. And you've given that cons- their consent you're you've, you've given your consent for them to do that. You know, people go on, you know, with YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, I mean, people getting banned and then getting all upset, and huffy-puffy. It's like you know, you know the, the thing I disagree with is how it seems like it's very, uh, you know, they pick and choose. It's a kind of almost like random. It's almost like there's a score system behind the scenes that if you get so much, you get banned. Because sometimes someone will get banned for something that someone, like another person will post the exact same thing that someone got banned for and nothing will happen. So I think that there's like, I think there's already a social credit score behind the scenes that Facebook. Actually, you know what? That's right. They admitted that there was a, a hidden score behind the scenes with Facebook when there was that leak last year or two years ago, or whatever. That everybody forgot about. You know, uh, that how they know that they're causing problems with Facebook and all that. But um, yeah, we've given their like with the terms of service because they're – well, Twitter. I mean, it was really a, a state. You know, it's a. Twitter, Twitter serves a lot of purposes. It's basically the, the censorship wing of the the fascist, you know, corporatocracy, globalist structure that they have. It's a private entity that is very, very public. It's to the point where people think that it should be utility. It's, you know, it's seen as the public square when, you know, you don't have free speech on there. And I don't know, you know... I've almost... Owen Benjamin really opened my mind to this. It's like, do you really want free speech on the internet? Because he has Ber- the Times app, which is his own social media site that he created himself. Well, I don't know if he, he literally created himself, but he started it, you know, he worked on it. He has a team and all that. But it's he. It's the most heavily censored social media site, and it's the best. You pay $15 for a year to go on there, and you all it is is people... Having families, living their lives, growing food, having farms, raising animals. And it is all just good, good stuff. It's such a positive place. It's such an amazing, beautiful place with such amazing, beautiful people. And it's like you go on Facebook and Twitter and it's just, it's hell. It is hell. It's hell. It's all negative. It's all people complaining. It's all blah, 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 me, 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 I'm so sad, blah, blah, blah. It's It's ridiculous it's it's crazy how dark it is and you can go onto an app like that and it's like you know there's no free speech on this app but it is far better than anything else you know I've seen on the that as far as social media it's just such a positive joyous environment so you know free speech i you know i think in person when you're in a per, in person you're not in a private business you're out in public, you can have free speech. And people, you know what, you still do. You, We've seen it with protests and everything. You can go out and you can say whatever you want in the streets and protest. No one's going to come stop you. I, unless you're going and, you know, threatening somebody in public or someone along those lines, you can go say whatever the heck you want. No, no one's stopping you from going and saying whatever you want in public. But guess what? When you're on their private servers, their private websites, and, and their private businesses, they can do whatever they want. And that's how they work around it. Because that's, that's how it's been forever. You know, you have a private business, you can make your private rules for your private business. When you're in public, that's what the government is for, to make rules in, in public. Now, you can say that Twitter is somewhat an extension of the government, and yes and no cuz even the even just the government is just an extension of the the global, you know, shadow structure, whatever whatever you want to call that. The governments are just puppets, you know, they're you know, besides a few obviously, but as a whole as the hive mind of the government, they function for this globalist, you know, psycho structure. But anyway, one thing people really need to realize is that the government is not going to come to your house and force you to take a vaccine. I don't know about you, but I don't know any, no one has been forced to take a vaccine. No one was held down, you know, they were locked in at their job and you can't leave or come back unless you take the vaccine. There's none of that happening. And I've heard so many great stories about people that, you know They were going to get fired from their job, and they're like, okay, I'll get fired. I'll quit, whatever. I'm not taking the vaccine. And guess what? Two weeks, three weeks, less than a month later, whatever, they end up in a job that's paying better, working better. They like more. They're closer to their family, whatever it may be. And there's so many stories like that. If you hold your ground, if you stay good and true and stay good with God, you you will be rewarded if you falter if you go along that dark path you give away some of your humanity you give in you know let them in, in your temple god's temple your your body you know you're you're going to be punished cuz you're not you're, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing you're not living free you're not living as a true human you're you're as, you're a slave you know if if you are willing to accept whatever the government or private entity wants to inject into your body you're, you're a slave yeah and you know I don't know if it's I, 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 I've talked about the vaccine you, you know how I feel about it I don't I still don't know anything more at this point I, I've kind of always thought you know you're gonna have people die at first but I think you know the real damage is going to be two three years later but let you know let's see yeah, I, I don't know there's already been a lot more people have died than they want to ever admit so but guess what? Every single person that took it gave their consent because they had to. They had to. And if the government can come and just knock down your door and force you to take a vaccine and take your guns at the same time, if they could do that, they would do it. So why aren't they doing it? A couple of reasons, but well, really two main reasons. Like a regular, you know, easy to understand reason is enforcement. There's not enough police officers or military or whatever they want to come house to house and do that and, you know, not start a civil war between the people, you know. And two, it, it consent. Well, the main reason is consent, I guess. The number one reason is consent. They can't come and do that. They Okay, they can come and knock on your door and they can ask you, hey, do you have any guns here, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to take the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. And you can say, no, no, I don't. I don't have any guns that I'm going to give you, and I'm not going to take your vaccine, and I'm not going to take your test. And then they move on with their day. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, they cannot make you. They can't. Now, they can do some shenanigans. They can scare you into it. They can manipulate you into it but guess what at the end of the day no matter what the choice is up to you it has to be up to you by the laws of the universe because if they depending on how you want to see it or talk to it or interpret it If someone infringes on you and your temple like that and you do not give consent and you didn't give any consent through any backdoor means or whatever it may be or manipulated into it and they overcame that consent and did something to you by, you know, however you want to see it, you have the right to kill them. Now, I don't – obviously, that depends on what it is, you know, like a rape. Okay, yeah, kill them. But – it's you know for every little thing like te- I mean if you depending on how you want to get technical with it your skin has orifices like you know the little uh, pores or orifices and if you well I guess the needle would form an orifice but technically it's it's rape being injected by a needle against your will that's technically rape so uh, you know obviously I'm not I'm not gonna get into that um but. Yeah, I you know that 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 threw me off. Uh at the end of the day, you have to give consent. You have to you have to say okay. And no matter what they say or do or whatever, they can't. They can't come to your house and inject you. They can't force you to take the vaccine for the job. You can quit. There's plenty more jobs out there. Everyone's hiring. And I think a lot of people have realized that by now. I think most people have realized that by now because you, it's kind of at the point where you're either going to take the shot or you're not. The people that aren't going to take it aren't going to take it at this point. And the people that took it are taking their boosters. So so some of the ways that they manufacture this consent. Uh, one good way is that they throw out trial. Well, there's there's basically a, a couple step process where there's some idea that they want to normalize in society. A big one that... You know, a lot of people are catching up on it. They want to normalize pedophilia in society. They want to, because these psychos at the very, very top, they they are pedophiles. They're satanic, evil, crazy people. It's evil, evil, and they're tired of living in the shadows. They want to be able to do what they do freely in public and be accepted. So, doesn't you know? There's a big reason why the LGBTQ plus thing okay is such a big deal there's a reason why the trans thing is such a big deal the trans is about manufacturing consent for transhumanism making it okay for that it has nothing to do with human rights or any of that crap it has to do with getting people on board with transhumanism no one's stopping trans people from doing anything the only thing we're stopping trans people from doing is men being in like boys' sports or in the same bathrooms and stuff. You know the stuff that should be obvious. But the LGBTQ thing is it's a it's de- it's a it's about normalizing pedophilia. It is making sodomy okay, which is that's been pushing for a while. And it's a steady, steady, steady slope. And you may think no, that's not how it works. But guess what? It is. It is. It is. It, it's. It's all about normalizing the the taboo, the dark, the the evil stuff that these people do. I, I mean, I, I quit watching porn a while ago because it, I. I you know, being on the internet for the longest time, it's like okay, you go on Pornhub, but back in the day, and you just got some regular porn. Okay, now you go on there. I'm. I'm sure it's worse now. It's been a while since I've been on any of these, but it, you get this like step family stuff and it just it gets it's it's just got real weird i'm like this is like this is what they're advertising on the site this is like the first page of the site and it's all this really really weird stuff you know tranny porn all this stuff it is it's everywhere that's being normalized it's like okay this is this is this is cool this is this is totally normal this is what normal people want like no 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 it's not i don't know if anyone has, has has if you've seen a gay a gay pride parade or whatever the hell those things are it's has nothing to do with gay pride it has nothing it's it's debauchery it's perversion it's you know lollipop dicks it's it's disgusting and it's just what we got a rainbow flag everyone's accepted everyone's accepted here you know they on my street there's someone that has a multicolored sign it's all the colors of the rainbow and then like three more colors and then black white and gray everyone's welcome here and i want to go and put a sign and be like are you going to welcome pedophiles are you going to welcome child murderers because if everyone's welcome then you're going to welcome them too you know it, it, everything is in the society like they want to paint such stuff with such broad strokes you know it's just everyone's accepted and you don't realize what it means when you say everyone is accepted you you do not want everybody to be accepted. At least these people that are in this world. I mean, a perfect world where everyone's a good person by all means. But guess what? We live in far from a perfect world. There are some sick, 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 dark people out there, doing some sick, 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 dark stuff. And you don't want you don't want your kids anywhere near them. But yet we see these people that there's something mentally wrong with them. I don't I don't care what you want to say. I don't care if it's your creative art, whatever the hell, but is it the drag stuff, you know, guys dressing in drag, like that is, I'm sorry, that's freaking weird. That's weird. You know, like, whatever you want to go do behind closed doors with, your, whatever. I don't care about that. You know, it can still be wrong. I can still think it's wrong and you can still go do whatever you want because guess what? You have free will. But when you have these, People in dressing these drag, whatever drag queens or whatever the heck, and they're in schools having drag queens story hour. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm not gonna get too much into that because I really think that a lot of that is all about just getting people riled up and getting people upset. It, it, but at the same time, it's also normalizing it. It's 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 getting kids questioning sexuality and getting kids to think that they're trans or thinking that you know, they're gay or whatever, because there's multiple agendas happening here. It's it's about normalizing trans, which normalizes transhumanism. It is about making people as sick and perverted as possible, as sinful as possible, and get away from God as possible. And it's about having people not breed. If you're not if you're gay, if you're a lesbian, if you're trans, you're not having kids you're just not and I uh, I don't know if that's how it should be I don't think two guys should have kids I don't you know I don't think you should go have a certain sur- I don't that's not that's not how God intended it's not how this was all set up so you know should two parents should two guys have a kid instead of some kid living in a foster home or whatever maybe I don't know that's a different debate for a different day but I, I, really don't think two guys should have kid. That, that you're, it's gonna cause issues, whether you realize it or not. It's gonna be normalized in society, and since every other person in the society seems to be so, not every person, painting the broad strokes. If so, if a significant number of kids, especially in public schools, have all sorts of issues nowadays, and it's all of this has been normalized, you know, compared to them, you know, two, two guys could be great parents compared to what parents have been doing today. Whatever, but it's just not. it's not how God intended. That's not how this whole thing is supposed to work. You know, we're not supposed to be switching genders. There's a reason you were born that gender. You know, dependent. This is something else I want to get to talk to. Um, now this is a lot of just kind of my beliefs. It's what resonated with me when I've heard about it. I think I've talked about it before, but Tibetan Tibetan Book of the Dead. It talks about in there how when you are between between lives you're in you know yeah the spirit realm whatever they say that you are presented with multiple possible lives multiple journeys you can go on multiple lessons you can learn and basically you are presented you know these parents multiple parents and you are um presented with different lives that you can live at this time so you, basically if you choose this parent you leave you can live this life if choose this parent You can live this life. Now I'm not not 100% and I don't obviously know this. This was just stuff that when I've heard it it resonates with me. Anyway, it's just kind of a, imagine in your head however you want. But basically you are you choose this life between between lives. You you're doing it for whatever reason for your soul to grow and develop whatever it may be. There's obviously higher higher reasons than what we can Comprehend. We, we don't know. We don't know for sure. So basically, if you see it that way, we ahead of time already consented for everything in this life. And what makes that whole concept odd is that it, it means that because while you're, you have free will, we have free will to do as we please, which is why they have to do so much to get us to consent. So, but if we chose our life ahead of time and everything was going to play out that certain way, then in a sense, it is also deterministic and we don't have free will, but we have free will in the sense that we chose this life ahead of time, but we also have free will in the sense that in the moment while we're living here right now, we have free will. See, it's very, it's like a, it's like a paradox. It, it it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. You you got to think about it for a little bit and kind of figure out, you know, what really makes sense to you because I obviously don't know 100%. This is something I think about a lot because I find it very interesting. But it I've heard people talk about this where someone very, like Owen Benjamin says he's like for for whatever reason I know that we have free will, but I also know that it's also predetermined it's deterministic. He's like, I don't know why, I don't know how, but that's just what I feel in my soul. And I'm like, I, I know what you mean, and I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying because that's what I think. I think that we we have chosen this life ahead of time. We chose this journey ahead of time. But while we're here, we have free will. Now, something I don't obviously know about, but I'm, I think about too, is maybe we have this this life, and we have certain points in our life that were predetermined, as in this. This plot point was going to happen no matter what. But all the little stuff in there between how we got there is, you know, part of our free will. But there's always going to be something that happens no matter what. Or maybe there's different paths within those, you know, within these. You know, we have, say, we have a certain choice in our life where we can, there's a major choice where we can totally divide, diverge off into separate paths depending on one choice which, I mean, obviously, that already happens, but is that part of the universal experience, you know? Because people always want to say, you know, oh, if I did this, I could have had this, if I did this. And, you know, you say woulda, coulda, shoulda, but maybe there's another universe where that did happen. You know, I don't know. I don't know about the whole multiverse thing that, I mean, I don't know. If this is... I don't I don't think this is a computer simulation I think the computer simulation idea is a modern trying to comprehend this universe that we live in in a sense that it's a simulation but I don't know for sure obviously I, I don't think it's a computer simulation I just think that computers are modeled after the universe modeled after our brain and function like the universe and the, the 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 universe came before the computer and people almost want to act like the computer came first and want to model the universe after a computer, which doesn't make any sense. But the computer the computer is very important. The computer, if if you go back and you read the Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, um that was published in like the fifties, I think fifty four. You have like the whole document in um Behold a Pale Horse. He has the whole document in there. And they talk about how with the, you know they had their plans for the longest time of what they wanted to do and it was the, the creation of the modern computer you know the transistor that they were able to you know essentially automate everything i think when was the transistor invented 1948 and with that you have modern CPUs and you have the mo- the ability to compute things very quickly and you have the ability to automate things digitally Which is two things that they want to do. You know, the technocracy was around a very long time ago. Like early 1900s, you can find them talking about technocracy. But the level of technology was so low compared to where we are now. And it's just been a very steady, 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 steady increase in technology until we got to this point now where AI is so powerful and invasive that you don't even realize that it's AI people think that there's actually an FBI agent sitting there monitoring and your stuff. No. Just AI algorithms. That's it. That's all it is. All it has, all it is is algorithms and people managing the algorithms. That's what these tech companies are at this point. So they another so I talked about earlier about how they use the bots and they use blue check marks and stuff like that. Another thing they do is they they use news articles. For a lot of this stuff, the the big it's pretty obvious if you're if you're listening to this you're obviously somewhat aware. If you read any of the articles from the um, the large papers, it, it's always too when you, you just read the headline, and then you go halfway through the article or towards the end of the article, and it contradicts itself, or it makes a point like, oh yeah, this this happened, but really it was this this, this. like they realize that people don't usually read the articles they just read the headlines and even when they do read the articles they don't usually read past the halfway point depending on what it is obviously but they use that to their advantage and they th- they throw out headlines that just get people riled up you know how many people you, you can see it on youtube or you go and people will comment on a video just by the title without even watching it you see it all the time with news articles where you can you know when people don't read it. It happens really anywhere It happens really anywhere People will read the first sentence, first paragraph Of something that's 30 paragraphs And think they know the whole article It's It's another it's another way of manufacturing this consent Where it's like It's not, I guess, a kind of manufacturing consent But it's just how they well, They'll get you riled up they get you to emotionally react to something That you don't even know is true And I've been incredibly guilty of this you know, so many things that like I know it's false, but I'll get upset about it just because like I know they're lying. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? Why don't people realize what's happening? And it's like, what? What does it matter? They're gonna keep doing it. They're, I've realized that they're not. They're not trying to convince everybody with every article they put out. They're not trying to get people to think that everyone is okay with going to war. It's about getting people to, like people like you and me to think that it's hopeless, to think that there's no chance, that we're never going to overcome the media because they're too crazy, they're too pervasive, but that, that's, all, that's all false. It's all false. It's all about getting us to feel hopeless, getting us to feel depressed so they can just come over and overwhelm us and get us to do whatever they want because if we're afraid we feel hopeless, then we're more willing to accept whatever they have planned for us. And that's when they can do these high emotional events, these crisis events, to manufacture this consent to take away our freedoms. What, is, what was COVID? How much did we consent to giving away for COVID? And what, 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 do you, what was COVID? It was scary on our phones and TVs and radios. And if you go to the hospital, you're going to die, pretty much. And, and people didn't realize this the whole time. That all you had to do was just not go to a hospital and not get put on a ventilator and not take remdesivir, and you would be fine. You know, how many people died of COVID? Well, we don't know exactly. I mean, because the COVID tests were obviously bullcrap. But, I don't know. No one, you know, like I said before, no one made you take the vaccine. No one made you take the test. No one made you go to the hospital. You know, everyone's consented to all of those things. So... Yeah, I've seen actually in I think it was in Australia, where people were dying from the vaccine, heart attacks, whatever, blood clots, and they go to claim it on insurance, and these insurance companies are they're saying it was ruled by suicide, or death by suicide, because these people knew the risks going in, they consented to it, and they it, it, they said that basically the risks were so high that they shouldn't have known that they had a high chance of dying from an experimental vaccine. So they didn't pay out because it was basically ruled suicide, consented death. It's basically what they ruled. So people need to, you know, you should read the packet that they give you. You should read the terms and conditions that you sign up for because no one's forcing you to sign up for Twitter. No one's forcing you to sign up for Facebook. No one's forcing you to watch YouTube. No one's forcing you to listen to this podcast right now. But you are. You still consented to it. You still click the check mark and found the bicycles in the four pictures and proved you weren't a robot to sign up for Twitter. You know? So, if you sign up for their service, you have to play by their rules. And that's how it is. And these people, these evil, you know, globalist types, these controlling class people, that they, they want to rule so much. They want to have absolute power and control. But they know that As long as they're in the rules of this universe, in God's creation, they cannot be rulers, they cannot be masters, they have no true control, which is why they've constructed the matrix for us, otherwise known as the metaverse, okay? If you create a completely digital, artificial universe, then you can control the laws of that artificial universe. So if you have a fully digital universe with all these cool stuff, all these games, all its own money, all these land that you can buy in this virtual reality universe, guess what? You can make all the rules for it too. And if you make real life so hellish and you get everyone stuck inside their homes afraid because the new chickenpox strain is going to come out, you know, you you got people just walking right into the metaverse. It's it's Ready Player One combined with the Matrix. Okay, that's what that's what it would be. It's not they're not going to come and you're going to not going to be born into this hellish two or whatever the heck it was on the Matrix. You know what I'm talking about. You're not going to be born into that and then forced into it. No. People are going to walk willingly into the Matrix. That's because that's what they want because that's what they have to do. People have to consent to it. And you got people already waiting in line for the metaverse, like ready to go, ready to have their experience in the metaverse, and virtual reality utopia. It's wild. It's really wild. And, you know, not, not too many years ago, I probably would have been like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. But I was also totally totally like so far away from where I am right now I was all about the computers lived on the computer lived in the video games you know there was a point in my life where I was totally okay with just playing video games until I died because I didn't like this world I didn't want to exist I was horribly depressed and I was just kind of walking through life not even walking I was just whatevering through life and yeah I mean that all changed obviously but I I can see where people get there because I I, I can't say they made life hell because at, at the end of the day we're all making our own lives hell we all have the power to change it we all have the power to do what we need to do to get out of that hell but yet most of us sit in the same hell that we've sat in yesterday not you know and I think a lot of it is just people not knowing how to escape not knowing how to get out because they've done everything but teach us how to be ourself how to be free how to live sovereignly you know they've done everything but that they've made us dependent dumb and willing to just accept whatever it's just sucked into our phones sucked into our computers you know i've been a computer guy since literally as long as i can remember i was on ms dos when i was three years old you know teaching my preschool teachers how to use ms dos just so i can go on there and play my game so you know, I, I it's it's come full circle where I realized that to be where I wanna be, I'll have to almost completely get rid of technology. Now I'm not I'm not gonna go full Amish, but it's gonna get to the point where you to go on the internet, this is this is coming, this is coming. To go on the internet, you're gonna have to use your biometric digital ID or whatever just to go on to your website. They've been training us for that for a while. They've been training us with the, the iris scans, the fingerprint scans on everything. You know Why does every laptop now have a fingerprint scanner? Because you're going to have to use it just to go on it or just to go on the internet. That's what they want. They want to be able to track every single thing on the internet to you biometrically, which is obviously going to be linked into your cryptocurrency wallet that's part of your biometrics. It's all this... It's this horrible beast system from the bible basically it's all about destroying you destroying your dna so that you can be owned and possessed by a corporation and having you be a complete slave and and, you know part of me is like why do these people want that you know like don't don't they realize that once they get all of this power they get all of this that their fun is over that and then, then it, they just exist, and then they realize. Like I almost like just like you know what? Go ahead, win, get what you want, and then realize in a year that it's not what you want, and you you realize that you you love the the fight of trying to control everybody. You know, and maybe that's where the reset comes, because they're like, eh, we won. Let's just try again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it all. There's a lot of possible scenarios to this universe, to this realm to this story that's playing out right now you know how much you know we're we're the ones writing it they're they're not writing it they're just giving us the the pen and paper to write it we're the ones writing it that's actually a great metaphor i really like that i'm going to use that the controllers are just giving us the pen and the paper and we're writing the story ourselves now they can give us some paper with some stuff already scribbled on it maybe they could give us an eraser that doesn't work right, but at the end of the day, we're the ones writing the story. We have to assume responsibility for everything in our life and realize that in some way we have consented to the life that we have for the good and for the bad. and you just have to accept all of it and really make you know figure out the life that you want to get, take the steps that you want that you need to take to get there. There's not you can't do major life changes overnight, unless you're in like a real dire circumstance. It's really hard to make complete one eighty life changes overnight. You know, people that do that have like stage four cancer diagnosis or something. But you know, anything that's fixable in your life, you know, as long as as long as you're breathing, you're you can you can turn it around. So it's all about taking those steps. You know, whatever you consented yourself into. Whatever corner you find yourself in, you can find a way out. And that's what makes humans so special. Because we are determined to, you know, if we set our mind to something, we can accomplish it. So, don't give your power, don't give your energy, or your louche as they say, to, you know, these energy vampires. These, you know, the media, news outlets, politicians, these failing institutions. Don't, don't give me your energy. You know, you're you're consenting in a sense to what's going on by, um, you know, even just by watching it. You know, I I never watched the news. I was at my grandparents' house, um, the day of that uh, Uvalde shooting, and I had I hadn't watched the news in oh gosh, in so long, and it's just the shooting. I'm just like I I I know I see what they're doing here. You know, like I can see what they're doing. I was just getting very very upset. I was reading the little the ticker at the bottom with all these stupid headlines about stuff. I'm like. I was getting really upset. You know, one of them was like, "There's a mystery liver disease sweeping the United States and children. Mystery liver disease. And, you know, affecting kids. We have no idea what's happening." When we know that there was a report from the vaccine, I think for, for Pfizer, that the mRNA cells get converted into DNA cells in the liver. Hello, <laughs> like people. I see. I'm getting upset about it now. when, when we know that this is happening and it's just blatant gaslighting. On the news, it's it's, but that's what you know for the people that see. That's what it's there for. That's why I I can't watch the news. I, I know it's that I'm working on that. I I don't. I'm to the point where I don't even go on a lot of anything on news sites and stuff like that anymore. I listen to a few people with podcasts, and if I want to research something, I research it. But I don't regularly check any site like that anymore because there's just so much. Like even like the good sites that are really doing it right, it's like they're just always hitting you with something. You know, it's always going to be something. So. You got to realize that you either got to figure out your life and what you're going to do. Or they're going to keep spinning you in circles. And you're going to keep playing by their game, playing by their rules until you set your own rules. Because that, that's what this is about. You know, you have to have your faith in God. You know, follow. There, there is a plan for being here. For whatever it is. Uh, you're part of it. Everyone's part of it. There's Everyone has a role to play in this life. You know it can be big or small in the grand scheme of things it, it, it's all big it's all part of whatever this universe is a simulation whatever your beliefs are on that so and depending on how you believe it we consented to this before even incarnating here which is that's what i believe i believe that you know we essentially chose this journey chose this life to learn lessons for our soul to develop and grow uh it, it's all about it's all spiritual it's all spiritual you know, we, we all, I know I'd, I've i been falling short in my spiritual practice lately. I have. It's, uh, you know, I'm not going to make excuses. Just a lot going on. But it is what it is. You should always be making time. It, it doesn't take, you know, 15 minutes to just meditate, do some breathing practice. So that's something I need to be working on. And you know, There's all stuff that we can work on. So just keep doing you know i'm sure if you're listening to this you're you're doing something with yourself you're improving you're, you're aware of what's going on in this world and you're making steps to, to get to where you want to be i know i you know i write down my goals every single day that's i'm gonna be self-sufficient i'm gonna help others be self-sufficient that's my two main goals and find a wife so yeah, you gotta, you gotta set your goals and just keep working towards them. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Like I'm not, I'm not becoming a homesteader overnight. You know, I, I'm I'm not even trying to get a land. I just rented a house. It's a nice little house. I got a whole basement where I can grow microgreens. I got a little backyard. I got a little greenhouse going, you know, I'm taking those baby steps. I'm learning to make my own bread, uh, all those kind of things. And it's, it's all about taking the baby steps. You know, I'm I was going from zero on everything, (laughs) not everything, but I was always kind of the truther, but it was just kind of base level, watched some YouTube stuff, you know, back in the day. But then, like, COVID hit, and I just went next level with all that, and I'm pretty much coming from zero on most important stuff from then, you know, I've been really getting into, like, homesteading mindset at all in the past year, just started sprouting in November, you know, I'm taking those steps, you know, getting all the, you know, the resources I need. But it, it's it, like I said, it's all baby steps. But as long as you're taking those steps, you're setting those goals, and then taking the steps to get there. That's what's important. So don't give uh, don't give your consent to things that you don't want in your life, and don't you know don't let them manipulate uh, manipulate you into consenting to things that you don't want to do. Because that's that's what really everything in the media is all about. It's all about manipulating you into giving consent, you know, like what, what's you know, the big events like nine eleven? it's, it's manipulating consent to get into war, you know, these mass shootings, it's about manipulating you into giving your, you know, consenting into giving away your guns, that's what the media is all about, once you realize that it's all about manipulating you and your mindset, literally like MK Ultra mind control stuff, you know, trauma-based mind control, and they can try to get you to believe whatever they want, and that's, that's their goals, that's what they try to do, so. You know, don't give into it. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you're aware of all this, but it's important. It's important to know. It's important to you know be aware. It's like, okay, what happened in my life? Like, why why did I get to this negative point in my life, and how did I consent to it? And once you can do that, you know, realize that you are the sole factor in everything in your life. You're the only thing that's the same in everything. Every good thing that's ever happened, everything bad thing that's ever happened, the sole uh, shared factor in all that is you. So just keep that in mind. Um, I always have to do that too. You know, that's that's a lot of stuff that I fail on still. So, but yeah, made it this far. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Um, I love you all, and continue in love and abundance.